Yeah, I, I love do, that I you really are blaming the spilled beverage on your dog. When we both Kirby, I don't it. like the tone of your voice. Why don't you come up with another topic? <laughs> Welcome to episode number 41 of the Promo Upfront Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Bill Petrie. With me as always, he's usually the captain of Coshocton, but today he's the captain of Cancun. The one and only Dr. Kirby Hossam. And Kirby, I generally ask how the hell are you, but you're on vacation in Mexico on a beach. So I'm pretty sure we all know how you are. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty excellent. We, uh, you know, Amy and I love to travel. And so we're, we're just in the beginning stages of being able to do that and doing it safely. So we are really, really really excited to be here and uh yeah and i appreciate you kind of being flexible with when we record so thanks man how you doing can't spell i'm doing great you can't spell flexible without bill so i'm happy to help um you know what else you can't spell without the word flexible what's that bill that's promo pulse so (laughs) (laughs) you can't because they're so flexible and we're going to talk about that in a second you know we talk about promo pulse and where people get their ideas and inspiration information we talk about downloading the promo pulse app and the million things you can do there but one of the things i actually like and you mentioned it was the flexibility one of the things they've done and you're showing your promo pulse app right there yep. uh even in mexico works folks even in mexico right That's right right so they want a 2021 pyramid award so you know it's a quality product you know they don't just hand those out to every tom dick and harry but did you know that Jason Oaks, who's the founder of Promo Pulse, is really one of the original tech innovators in Promo, where he's been flexible creating that tech for everyone? I think you knew that, right, Kirby? I, I did, but but it is funny how you get, whenever you talk to Jason, he's such an innovator. You are reminded of it on you know when, yeah. when you do have conversations with him. He's a, he's he's a smart dude. <laughs> yeah, he is. And he created the industry's first online ordering website that won PPAI Web Awards for several years. And he was an original developer and present over at Distributor Central. So you're getting someone who is flexible enough to know that the industry is evolving, to know that technology evolves, and making sure those two marry together. And if you're not using the Promo Pulse app, boy, where have you been? Uh, you're missing out because it is really chock full. And a lot, a lot of things say they're chock full. It's chock full of information, inspiration, and ideas. So head over to your local app store, download Promo Pulse right now. You're not going to be sorry you did. Now, Kirby, I want to thank you for having the courage to do this podcast while you're vacationing in your your yellow hat. (laughs) You have the promo upfront topic this week. What would you like to discuss as you sit there uh, longingly looking at a Miller Lite beer that you will be having about five seconds after we finish this broadcast? (laughs) Absolutely. So, uh, you know, last week we were a little... Uh, what was it? Salty Kirby and Bitter Bill or one of the other or both. Yeah. Um, And so this, this week I thought doing promo up front, we'd do something a little bit more on the fun and uh, positive side. And obviously I'm in a pretty uh, fun and positive mood. So uh, I thought we'd talk, we did this, gosh, uh, who knows, a year ago, two years ago, where we talked about our, um, 
brand crushes within the industry. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I thought it might be fun to kind of revisit that. The, the, okay. the companies that we admire, that we uh, enjoy mm -hmm. following, that kind of inspire us. And so I thought we'd do that if that's all right. And again, I think I'm, that's I'm, great. I'm bringing it on you. So if you want, I can go first or you can go first if you have some off the top of your head. Um, do you want both distributors and suppliers and service providers? Or yeah, sure. Whatever I'm thinking about. Yeah, yeah. Anybody okay. you're thinking of, um, I've got, like I said, I've got both or all three on my list. Okay. So. Um, why don't we do this? Why don't we do, you just, let's go distributor, supplier, service provider. And okay. you go first with your distributor list. Okay. So, uh, and I'm doing this from a different location here. So give me a minute. Okay. So yep. the first one that pops into my head, um, and mm -hmm. I've got a couple distributors on my list, but social good promotions. Um, okay. I, I, I just, again, I love their one. business model, uh, Roger mm -hmm. uh, Burnett and uh, Kara Keister and the work they're doing. The idea that they've built an entire promotional products distributorship around mm -hmm. doing good inspires mm -hmm. me. So that's my first mm -hmm. one. Mm -hmm. um, I, the first one that pops into my head, who I think is really doing some cool things is Brandito. Uh, Kevin Mullaney down in uh, North Carolina, uh, just really cool stuff that they're doing. And he's, he's such a positive guy. If you've ever had a conversation with yeah. him, ever had a, a, just any sort of interaction with him, it's overwhelmingly positive. And I just love I love the name Brandito. <laughs> I fun. really do. And they do some really, really cool stuff. So I'm going to say Brandito. Cool. And I've got one more <clears throat> okay. on my list. And it's kind of the OG of doing good. And that's Fairware. Um, okay. Denise Tashro and her partner there. Um, as I was coming up with people who I just like, oh, I, they inspire me to do better. Um, mm -hmm. They have a totally, again, they have a totally different mindset of mine and they are people who make me think. And you and I talk about this a lot, whether it's online or offline about, I love people who make me think differently and Fairware is one of those companies. Yeah, I actually had Fairware on my brain. So I'm glad you brought it up, Denise Tashiro and her business partner. They do some wonderful, wonderful, wonderful things. The other distributor I'm gonna bring up is Promo Shop. Um, Memo Kayon and his team over there on the West Coast, Chris Robinson, uh, part of that group. Very forward thinking, but also always maintains that West Coast vibe. And I love how they kind of really stick to that. And, you know, the, the phrase promo shop, when you think about it, it probably doesn't sound like the most exciting thing in the world, but they've really cobbled that together into something that's really cool mm -hmm. and very uniquely them. You know, I know normally we'd be mentioning the brand fuels world, but we mention them all the time. So I think right. we intentionally went to other places, but brand fuel, I know I will speak for you here as an honorable mention. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. So, you do you have any uh, okay. uh, suppliers? Uh, you want me to go? Um, yeah, I'll go for I'll go first on supplier. I'm going to go uh, SNS Activewear. Okay. I think yeah. what they've done. I mean, you know, normally on these type of lists, we skew more toward the smaller and boutiquey. I think SNS Activewear and what they've done in terms of aggregating brands over the last few years, opening distribu distribution centers um, so they can get product out quickly. They've assembled one of the most talented sales forces that I know of in the industry. Yeah. Uh, I can go down the list, your Megan Zezos, your Heather Dixons, your Meg Herbers, or just all over the place. And so they, they, I think SNS Activewear really pops to my mind when I think of a forward-thinking supplier that's not looking six months down the road, but 12 months down the road. Love it. That's a good one. I, you know, this one, the first company, when I started making this list that popped into my head was mm -hmm. Starline. 
I, okay. I like their team. Uh, obviously, mm -hmm. uh, Brian Porter and Brian DeBottis and John Norris and that whole team over there, I love. But it's funny because it's the it's the product line I seem to carry, right? Like mm -hmm. whether it's their drinkware, whether it's their bags, uh, literally their their Bluetooth, you know, all the technology mm -hmm. stuff. That's one that immediately popped into my head. So Starline. Okay, that's a good one. So one I'll mention that'll probably surprise a few people, especially if you looked at social media last week. Um, is Numo. Mm. Um, despite the fact that I, I don't love how they targeted a specific uh, competitor in their April Fool's joke, Melissa McCauley and her team, and I know Melissa's all cheesed off at me. It's okay, fine. It uh, <laughs> doesn't change the fact that she is one of the most, if not the most creative force in the industry. And, you know, I'm, I'm an adult enough to say, hey, I can put that aside. Yeah, and two like things said, can be true, right? Absolutely. I know she's a little, little irked or whatever, but that's fine. The fact is they do some super creative work and they are setting trends in the industry as opposed to following them. And that's a very rare thing on the supplier side and on the distributor side for that matter. Yeah, I agree with that because you know, I think when you're doing creative work, you know, not it's, it's a subjective thing. So not everybody's going to love is. every single thing you do. So it's, it, it, you're right. They're, they're amazing. Doing creative um, work takes thick skin. It does. It does. All right. One more for me. I've got several others, yeah. but I, I want it. I don't yeah. want to belabor this, but sure. Maple Ridge Farms um, is one that, um, you know, I'm sure. Okay. You got it. You're right. I'm crossing Maple it Ridge, off my list. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Maple Ridge Farms. I, I, oh. First of all, they've just got a great uh, product line. They've got a, and they've managed, I think, to make food, not just a holiday uh, mm. kind of piece. And then just their social media presence, their their team over there. I just, I really, I really like the folks over at Maple Ridge. Yeah, you can't go wrong with Maple Ridge Farms. That's a great one. I'll mention one more. Okay. It's all made. Ryan Moore and his team over there. Again, we talked earlier about sustainability and dedication to doing good with, with Roger Burnett and Social Good Promotions and with Denise Tashiro over at Fairware. You can put Ryan Moore in that category. What he does at All Made in terms of, of, upcycling and recycling and doing good is is pretty amazing with one of the highest quality shirts we have in the industry so ryan moore and all maids definitely on that list absolutely i love that one uh final one for me um in, so promo pulse is the uh sponsor i, I yep. had them on my list so i, I just say that, that they were mm -hmm. on my list but then uh the common skew is an obvious one for me um yep. I, I realized as i was packing for this trip that literally 60% of the t-shirts and, and, and gear that I have says common skew on it. I mean, it is, I mean, I'm not exaggerating at yeah. all. The other day I was wearing, I was sitting on my porch. I had common skew joggers on, I had a common skew t-shirt and then I had a common skew hat. I'm like, okay, this is ridiculous. <laughs> like I should at least get some Hossman marketing <laughs> hey, but gear. it works. <laughs> yeah. So that it works. That no, I, I think, uh, I think that's a great service provider. I think another service provider that I think of in the industry that's doing some great things is ASI, uh, which you normally wouldn't think of a large, big company like that. But I think that under the leadership of Tim Andrews, they've done a, a really nice job of kind of seeing where the audience is moving towards. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think that goes a lot to the editorial staff, Michelle Bell yes. and her team and, and what they're doing on social media. And that's a lot to do with Vindriscoll and Melissa Newman, who really are knocking it out of the park on social. And it seems like for the last, for 18 years that I've been in the industry, I'm in the industry 20 years, my first 18 years, it seems like ASI very much sat on the sidelines of those type of things. 
I think over the last two years, they've become not only involved in conversations, but now they're driving them. And I yeah. think that's an important thing for a large, respected organization to do. And so I'm going to have to say ASI. ASI. So, 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 honorable mention of Promo Pulse. I was going to say them too. Yeah. So, but I would say you articulated that better than I would have. Um, because I had them on my list, but I was like, I, you know, it's one of those things where I was like, I'm not sure why I'm saying this. I just feel like they're top of mind for me, but what you said is exactly yeah. right. So well done, my friend. That's awesome. That's well, a good list. That is a good list and well done on the promo front section of the podcast. Now I've got something I'd like to talk about Kirby. Awesome. I am. I've got just so many things here. I've got so many things. <laughs> Let's start with Patagonia. Have you seen this Kirby? I did see this. Yeah. Patagonia is no longer allowing logos or co-branding on their apparel. Um, so starting May 1st, orders must remain blank and shipped directly to the distributor or to the consumer. Now, if they think that's going to stop people from using third-party decoration on them, that's another discussion entirely. But I thought what was interesting, look, that's, that's their decision. Right. But did you see the reasoning why? I didn't. I just, I saw the headline and okay. I saw a couple people post this morning, so I haven't had a chance to read it. Okay. So I'm going to read their statement from their website and then I'll sum it up succinctly for you. Okay. So from their website, what they said is, we've learned a lot. I'm sorry. What we've learned is that adding an additional non-removable logo reduces the lifespan of the garment, often by a lot for trivial reasons. People change jobs and the extra logo makes for an awkward regift. People tend to not pass on logo gear down to their kids and not everyone wants to be an advertisement on weekends, even if they're proud to go into work on weekdays. The result, perfectly good gear ends up being forgotten in the closet or worse, gets tossed in the trash. So the overriding, what they're saying is it's meant to increase the lifespan of the garments. I've got some opinions on this, Kirby. I'd love to hear yours. Yeah. So, so here's one of the things that I would say is that I admire about Patagonia is they are a company that is willing to take a stand. Um, and just like we talked about creativity, when you take a stand, I'm not always going to agree with you on it. And it, I think it's not wildly surprising that I think this is dumb. Um, so, and I mean, literally this is my first impression of this. So not dumb, I guess per se, but just the idea of, I, first of all, it's going to happen. So kudos on, and number two, I, would respectfully disagree that it decreases the value of the, and I can't speak to the, the longevity. If, if you pierce the fabric, if you're saying that sort of thing, of course they have their logo on it. So I'm not sure how yeah. that makes that, it. Different. I don't think that was it. It was the addition of somebody else's logo and then they may change jobs or they're not going to pass it on. And it makes for an awkward regift. Who's anyway. Yeah. I, so I, I, so I think, and, and the, uh, if you want to get really creative, I actually saw, I think it was Howard Heaton posted the mm -hmm. creative distributor will do this and then put uh, pins or mm -hmm. pull zips or something like that on it and not have to, to me, this is, they've taken a stand good for them. I respectfully disagree. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I do love the fact that they stand up for what they believe in. Um, I think this is misguided. Yeah. Um, it's one thing if look, we don't want other logos on our products because it's about Patagonia. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I, actually I would actually would understand that. <laughs> I would too. And so what, what you're saying, look, no one re-gifts clothing that has a logo on it, regardless of the quality of the logo to their kids. Yeah. Uh, you know, no one's re-gifting, no one's re-gifting that period. So I, I think that dis the discussion's just weird. Um, I just think they really just want to get out of the business. Now, I think what's happened though in the past 
is they've had some bad decorations ruin some apparel. And I'm sure that that has come back and they don't want to be part of that. That I understand too. It just seems like something weird to stand on. And to me, they're standing on a, the moral high ground of we're trying to be sustainable and putting a logo on a piece of apparel uh, reduces sustainability because it reduces the lifespan. I strongly disagree with that. So I, I don't know what the real initiative is. I have some suspicions but uh, you better get your orders in by May 1st, folks. <laughs> so right around the corner. Absolutely. You know what else is right around the you know what else is right around the corner? Actually, right around the corner of my desk. Okay. I can't wait to can't wait to hear about this. This is the product of the week, Kirby. And this is one of my weird favorite products. So this okay. is something I actually use on the weekends as I'm sitting out in my beloved backyard, you know, smoking all manner of barbecue and things like that and listening to music. I love a good beverage with me, right? Mm-hmm. And this is the 16-ounce game day tailgate cup from Alpha Broder Prime. Oh, it nice. looks like a solo cup, but it's reusable. It's uh, part number MGT, I'm sorry, MG207. And I love it. It's got a great little place for decoration here. And it has that solo cup feel, but it's double uh, plastic insulated. So it keeps yeah. it colder a lot longer. And plus, if the dog knocks it over, it doesn't break. And I love that. It just, it, I'll cry over the spilled beverage, but I can use the cup again. So again, that's the 60 ounce game day tailgate cup from Alpha Brother Prime, MG207. Yeah, I love I do, that I you really are blaming the spilled beverage on your dog. When we both Kirby, know. I don't like the tone of your voice. Why don't you come up with another topic? <laughs> All right, cool. So this is something that I, I've i been um, sort of struggling with, but it, I, I'm learning to embrace. So, Mm -hmm. so one of the things that I think you and I both know is that if you want to be good at one thing, it's really, you can't be good at everything. You can't do all things, right? Right. Um, As much as we'd love to. And so when you combine that with the sort of the proliferation of content in our industry, Mm -hmm. there have been a bunch of people who are creating some cool podcasts and blogs Mm -hmm. and um, all kinds of great um, content in our industry. And while I think you and I both create a decent amount of content, um, other people can comment on that. But while I'm doing that because it's a priority, I'm really struggling to keep up uh, consuming content. And mm-hmm. because of that, I, I don't feel like I'm, I, I'm as in touch with some of the conversations in our industry as I'd love to be. Mm-hmm. I was wondering, I guess, do you struggle with this? And, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know, suggestions on how I can make more time to listen to podcasts. I don't know. So I I guess the way I'd look at it is this way. Yeah, to answer your question, I do struggle keeping up with it. You know, it's not just, it's it's running a business. I'm not in my car as much, which is where I usually listen to podcasts and things like that. But I'll be very candid. There are some that I really like. And honestly, there are some that are terrible. Mm. I'm sorry, at least for me. And that's not saying... The people who are putting effort into it are terrible. It just, it doesn't resonate with me. Um, I, you know, there are some podcasts I like and there's some podcasts I don't. There's blogs I like, there's blogs I don't. And I'm sure there's people that could say the same thing about the content sure. you and I create. So yeah. this is not, I'm just saying, so I think for individual people, it's kind of like masters on moving day. We just had the masters over the weekend and moving day is on Saturday. It's where you set, if you look at content, you separate the wheat from the chaff. Mm-hmm. What the cream always rises to the top. And so I think we make content, make time for content that either inspires us, educates us, amuses us, yeah. uh, entertains us. And if it doesn't do that, 
those numbers will speak for themselves. And so, yeah, I do have a problem. I do have a challenge consuming the content. Um, I think if I made, I don't make dedicated time for it. I'll be honest with you. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Um, by the time I'm done with my day, I don't want to think about the promotional products industry for a while. I want to mm. break from it. I don't want to know what's going on. So I don't know if I'm missing out on conversations. You felt like you, you said you felt like you're missing out on conversations. I don't think I feel that. Um, I don't know. I, I just don't feel that. Yeah. And, and again, I think your point, it, it, maybe I would stay a little bit different is like some of the stuff is not produced for me. And I think that's okay too. Yeah, you're not the target audience. Right. And, and there have been, but there have been, and I would say this on the other side, there's some stuff that I actually really do enjoy that I can't, I, I just don't, Correct. I don't have the, the bandwidth and I'm Correct. for a while I was sort of apologizing for it. And now I'm just like, yeah, I'll get to it when I can get to it. <laughs> yeah. Or, or I won't. It. I agree. Yeah, there's a lot. Look, I'll be very candid. You produce a lot of content. I can't, no. You you produce more content than anybody in the industry. You do. You're the king of content. I'm the I'm the uh, captain of consistency. That's who we are. <laughs> okay. And but you, I can't keep up with all of your content. And sure. so I would love that you're one of my best friends. And I can't tell you I read all your blogs. No. You know what? I don't. <laughs> I can't tell you I listen to all your podcasts. You know why? I don't. I can't. Yeah. Yeah. So I when when the, when I see a, a blog you post or from someone else who I know produces good content. If, if that title grabs me, I will absolutely read it. If, if there's an interesting guest or I feel like there's interesting conversations that are going to be had on a podcast, yes, I will make time for it. But it gets increasingly hard to make time. It's a yeah. very noisy environment out there. So I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, well, and again, mm -hmm. I think the, it's sort of the overarching thing for me is mm -hmm. I'm, I'm picking a lane right? The idea yeah. that I am creating a lot of content, I'm doing that on purpose. Well, if I'm yeah. doing that, I can't do yeah. this other thing. And so I think that's, yeah. that's okay, but it's hard for yeah. me to get my head around sometimes. I, I will say this, I mean, maybe this is the way I would look at it as a content creator, I, as you are, as I am, I focus more on creating the content than I do consuming it quite frankly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's basically it. All right, Kirby, you like automobiles, don't you? I, I do. Okay. Are you familiar with Fiat? The brand I'm familiar Fiat with the brand, from, yeah. From mm -hmm. Italy. They inter are introducing a co-branded line of cars with Google. Have you seen this? You know, I feel like I've heard rumblings about this, okay. but no, I haven't read into it. Okay. They're called the Hey Google line of vehicles that'll feature Google tech throughout. Um, like they'll and they'll have some Google branding on the doors and windows, things like that. It'll look like the Google dot, um, Google logos on the side view mirrors. And what I love about this, they're also giving a welcome kit. So you buy a fiat that's one of these Google. Uh, co-branded vehicles and you get a branded tote bag adhesive to apply to the google nest hub frame a welcome letter with setup instructions for the vehicle and a branded key cover i love this and we talk about this on occasion and i think we're going to see some real velocity happening in the next six to 18 months of co-branding of things that you normally wouldn't think of and I really love this with Fiat. It's a very forward-thinking thing to co-brand with Google. And I wanted to get your thoughts on that. Plus, for our industry, it's great because there's a merch opportunity. Yeah, well, again, so so I'm with you. I, I had not dug into this. I actually think what I was thinking about is I think Apple is talking about partnering with Volkswagen maybe. Um, so I think that's really interesting to take two sort of powerhouses in their own right being able to partner on something that would have been really difficult for them to do on their own, 
right? right. Google to build a car. I mean, they could, I'm sure they could do it. They're mammoth. Mm -hmm. But the idea that you would partner with somebody who knows that area honestly makes me feel safer, right? Because mm -hmm. it, you and I've talked about, I'm, I'm actually all in on the, the self-driving cars. Bring it on. Me too. Um, so, but I, I love the idea that they're partnering with, you know, a car company <laughs> to, yeah. to do it. Um, that That's really interesting to me. And yes, the idea of putting those two powerhouses together, of course, there's a merch opportunity. We always say there's, yeah. there's not a mission until there's the merch. And so mm -hmm. if, um, if those two put it together, whew, I, you almost want to buy the car just to see what they'd have in their, their, yeah. their swag. Yeah. And I think, the, I think the lesson is what you can do as a distributor is you can look at organizations in your local town and say, How, I wonder what they could collaborate on. And maybe you mm. can be the deal maker. I mean, we, we always talk about how, how do we rise above just being a purveyor of logoed stuff? Right. That's how you do it. You take two clients that you have and look at the possible synergies they might have yeah. to create something magical in your local area or state, whatever it is. It doesn't happen easily. It's not always obvious, but why not start thinking that way? That's the that. stuff that, it, and if even if nothing ever comes from it, the fact that you bring it up to your clients they will think, wow, this person's always working for me, whether I'm buying stuff from them or not. Mm -hmm. That to me, I think there's all these opportunities. Yes, hopefully you can sell some merchandise, but more importantly, you can really create some synergies mm -hmm. that uh, will really put you in the forefront of their mind. I love it. This is, that's a great idea, Bill. Really, really good. Um, and it's one of the things I talk about when I say about like give first, like mm -hmm. when you have that mindset and are looking at it mm -hmm. from a servant's perspective, it's amazing the opportunities You'll, you'll see opportunities to give back and to, to write checks and to see problems, mm -hmm. but you're going to see problems that can be solved on behalf of your customers that you can do from a profit perspective. And so by having that mentality, it allows you to see opportunities that other do, others don't. It does. And you can create them and you create them. All right. Exactly. Kirby, we have time for more. Or you want to go? I say you, we do you game, get, man. Let's get, you want to go on vacation. All right. Kirby. I've got beers right here. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm very jealous of that. Um, all right, Kirby. So I don't know about you. This is one of my favorite times of year. My favorite time of year is spring and fall for very okay. different reasons. The weather is a big part of it, but one of the things I love about spring is baseball mm -hmm. um, and specifically minor league baseball. So okay. I live in a town with a minor league team, the Nashville Sounds. I get to go there a lot. It's, it's a wonderful family thing to do. There's nothing better than a beer and a dog at the ballpark. Yeah. So as I was thinking about the game, I thought, you know what I love about best ball minor league baseball is they're so creative, not only with their promotions, which we know, but their nicknames. So this is the return of rapid fire, Kirby. There are no wrong answers. You're going to tell me which minor league baseball team you prefer based on their nickname. No, again, no wrong answers. Are you ready? Okay. <laughs> I do love minor league baseball, by the way. The Omaha Storm Chasers or Canapolis Intimidators. Oh, the Storm Chasers. Okay. The San Antonio Missions. Love that name because there's a lot of missions in San Antonio. Or the Albuquerque Isotopes. <laughs> the Isotopes. That's fun to Absolutely. say. From the Simpsons. That's right. The Right in your area, Kirby. The Toledo Mud Hens or the uh, Akron Rubber Ducks? Oh, I'm going to go Mud Hens. And after the podcast, I'll tell you a funny story about that. Okay. <laughs> Nashville, here in my area, the Nashville Sounds or the Chattanooga Lookouts? I'm going to go Lookouts. Wrong! <laughs> it is the Nashville Sounds, sir. It is okay. the Nashville Sounds that has the guitar pick right here in the okay. logo. Yeah. So very disappointing for you there. 
The Binghamton, Binghamton, New York Rumble Ponies or the Hartford Yard Goats? <laughs> uh, both are awesome. I'm going to go Yard Goats. Yeah, yeah I actually, I, I, real quick aside, I went down a rabbit hole as I was creating the game. I bought like six new caps based on some of these <laughs> logos, and I'm not joking. Oh, that's awesome. All right. The El Paso Chihuahuas or the uh, Amarillo Sod Poodles? <laughs> Dude. Uh, Dude, I immediately smiled when I heard Chihuahuas, but Sod yeah. Poodles, that's amazing. I'm going Sod Poodle. All right. The Sugarland Skeeters or the Savannah Sand Nats? Sand Nats. Good call. The Round Rock Express or Frisco Rough Riders? Rough Riders. The Columbia Fireflies or the Lehigh Valley Iron Pigs? <laughs> going Iron Pigs. Essentially, I'm just going uh, with the last one. I don't mean to. The Modesto Nuts or the Lansing Lug Nuts? <laughs> the Lug Nuts. There's just more, okay. more nuts to love. The Traverse City Beach Bums or the Cedar Rapids Kernels with a K as in corn? I'm going to go Beach Bums. Okay. One of my favorites, the Montgomery Biscuits or the New Orleans Baby Cakes? <laughs> I'm going to go Biscuits just so I can say no risk it, no biscuit. Yeah, I, I will be, you'll be seeing me wearing a Montgomery Biscuit hat in very short order. Okay. Uh, the Clinton Lumber Kings or the Bakersfield Train Robbers? Very oddly specific name on the Bakersfield yeah, I'm going to go Train Robbers. All right, three more, Kirby. You're doing great. Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp or the Fort Myers Mighty Muscles? <laughs> I'm, gonna go going mighty all there. I'm going mighty muscles just because i think you can have a lot of fun with the entendre there they look, okay know. okay uh hickory crawdads or the norwich sea unicorns i go crawdads good call last one this is a tough one kirby the richmond flying squirrels or the huntsville trash pandas which is a nickname for a raccoon <laughs> uh i'm gonna go flying squirrels on this one all right, I would have gone trash pandas, but your answer has been logged. It is final. There are no givebacks. <laughs> okay. We we have to move on. And but you know what we have to move on to. I think it's time. I feel like I need to check the promo pulse app. I feel like there's probably things that have happened in the in the industry as we've been recording, right? Um, that uh, we should probably talk about. So, uh, and, and so I'm going to go right after we get done with this podcast. I'm going to hop right back on the promo pulse app, and we talk about how it's. Such a great place. It's right there in the palm of your hand. You get your ideas, inspiration, information. It's international. Now, clearly we've proven that you're in Mexico <laughs> and, you know, it's driven by Jason Noakes, who's won a 2021 PPAI a pyramid award. So the, the quality's there, but he has been a tech innovator from day one. He created the first, uh, the industry's first online ordering website that won PPAI web awards. And he was the original developer and president over there at Distributor Central who are still doing great things. So, uh, if you haven't taken a minute to download the Promo Pulse app, or if you've downloaded it and you haven't checked it in a while, you might want to think about re-engaging with that. I think you'll be very happy that you did. Kirby, it's time to end this podcast. So you can go ahead and uh, enjoy time on the beach with your bride. Thanks for doing this uh, internationally today. Thanks, buddy. That's right.